Hey everybody, this is Jared Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And in this episode of season eight, we're gonna be focusing on how to enrich and grow and also things you need to understand about yourself because like I always say, students, grab your notebook, write this down. I am the most high value person in my life. No one's more valuable than me. I am the high value person or high value man, woman, or person. You can say non-binary or LBGTQ plus IA. Well, just say person. Person is a very good way of just narrowing it down into what you're doing. Because you are that high-value person. Nothing's more value than you. You are, the sim- you are the symbolic prize. Nothing is more value at prize than you. And if you are the prize, guess what? Simple method. This is what I want you to do, students. I want you to do me a favor. Go on YouTube. Look up videos on how to build a table. You need to learn how to build a table. Reason why I want you to learn how to build a table? Because you're going to build a small table. So when you go and meet someone, they're going to ask you, what do you bring to the table? Say, I could build a table. Show a picture of the table, that table, and, and also have that table available. They can see it. That's my table. I built that baby. Be like, I built that table. Why you build that table? Because you want people to understand something that when you sit down for your relationship, you're coming. You're coming with lots of ammo. You're bringing lots of ammunition. You are that, you are that general, and this is a war, and you're going into battle. And that right there, you are going to conquer her, him, or they, or part of the LBGDQ. What you know, you know the drill. You're gonna, you're gonna conquer that person. That is so true. Now, this is something that I did not understand when I knew this. Um, I knew this person was like, "I'm in love with. I'm in love with this. I'm in love with they," and I sure love they, and I really want they to marry me, to marry me. And I'm like, and he kept saying they, and I'm like, okay, so I, I get this straight. You want someone to marry they. And I'm like, oh, and I go, never mind. I understood what that meant when he, when he kept talking because I kept, it was kind of grayish when he said that. But then I understood because I was like, oh, okay, I got it. I got you. You, that person's not binary. And he's like, yes. That, he's, that person said, they're, yeah, they're not binary. So they go by they, you know, the thing like that. I said, not bad. We're good. I'm not going to complain. <sighs> not going to complain, not one bit. But what I will tell you is that person right there, they were happy. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you something that I know. Let me tell you this, let me tell you this one right here. Here's a scenario. Okay, this right here happens every day in the life. I'm going to give you a scenario about a typical thing. And I want you to take a look at this and, and look at and tell me what's Tell me what you see wrong with this. That's all I want you to think about. Tell me what's wrong with this scenario. I'm going to tell you what actually happened. I'm going to tell you, what, you're going to think like it all happens like this is actually, this happened for a reason, why, what. But I'm going to tell you what the beginning is and then I'm going to pause it. I'm going to say, now tell me what's wrong with this. That's all I want you to do. All right. There's this, there's this guy. We're not using the LBG. This is there's this guy. He's not a cisgender. He's just a plain old straight guy. He he comes from a good family. His mom and dad are really good. Dad has a really good paying job. Mom has a good paying job. 
Mom does everything. Mom is the love of his life because his mother loves him wholeheartedly. She only wants the best in him. Him, his other brother, and his sister, two sisters, all family, family of six. Mom and dad, two brothers, two sisters. No twins or nothing like that. Mom had all those kids and she had a full-time job while she had those kids. Yes, it's another, another, another rabbit hole on that one. But, you know, so he gets up and he goes, he graduates and he goes to college and he gets a good job. He comes out of college with a good degree and he has a really good paying job. With his paying job, he started learning how, he learned, he started learning tricks of the trade. Um, marketing, manipulating, and, and how to make more money. So he started making more money. And he started making a lot more money. And the money that he made, he paid off his debt in two years. He paid off his student loans in two years. Every bit of it. Zeroed it out. Because he, he, no, he had an opportunity where he could. And the beauty of it all was one day, this is where I want you to pay attention. One day he goes, he goes out and about. He's out and about at this particular bar with his co-workers. They all were celebrating some big, some big account they closed, and they all were at this bar. They try to. They always say when they when they when they close a big account, they try. A, they go to a new bar every every time, because they're trying to find their. They're, try, they're trying to find a bar like St. Elmo's Fire, or like Cheers. Them them the two analogies they say that's what they're looking for. St. Elmo's Fire and Cheers. That's what they're looking for. So, that's what they're trying to find. So, he goes and he goes, all right. So, they get there. And when they get there, they're sitting there and she walks by. And he bumped and she bumped into him. He looked at her. And when he looked at her, all he could see was that could be his future wife. She was wifey material. That's all he saw. You are wife material. You are wifey material. That's all he saw from her. You are wifey material. Nothing else, nothing less. You're just wifey material. That's all he saw in his head. You're wifey material. So here's what he did. He said, I'm going to wife her up. He said, I think I'm going to I'm going to sit there and have a conversation with her. And they told him, man, these girls around here nowadays, you really don't want to do that. That was one of his co-workers. But go ahead. You'll see what happens. She's not going to she's going to drop you like a bad habit because you got to. He said he asked her. He asked him. Let me ask you a question. I'm not I mean, I'm not being nosy. But when she asks you, she's going to ask you questions like, what do you bring to the table? What can you do and what can you cannot do? Because she needs to know these things in order to make sure that you're the one that's going to be in her life. That's what he said. Just think about that. He said, nah, I'm good. So he, would go, so he goes and catches her, stops her, and he starts talking to her. He asks her, hey, what's your name? She says, beautiful. And, oh, okay. He says, well, hi, beautiful. She goes, hi. He says, what's your name? My name is Jake. We'll use Jake. It's not his name. We'll just use that as his name. My name is Jake. Jake Doe. She says, well, hi, Jake Doe. And he goes, she goes, so what are you doing here? Oh, we're just celebrating. We closed an account and we're celebrating. She says, that sounds good. Can I ask you, can I ask you some questions? Jake, can I ask you some questions? She said, so Jakey, can I call you Jakey? 
You can call me anything but late for dinner. And she goes, oh, nice pickup line. So you got, you're one of those guys. No, my coworker told me that one, said that's a good one, that'll make people laugh. She says, I'm not laughing. I can see that. She says, what do you bring to the table? He said, excuse me, I'm asking you a question. What do you bring to the table? Let's say I tell you I bring this. I make this much money. I make 65 grand a year. He says, oh, well, I make 200 and I make 200. At that time, he goes, I make 280,000 a year. Not bad. 280,000. Where do you live at? Um, I have a, I have a studio. I have a um, studio loft that I own, building that I own. I own the building. So I bought the building. It was one of my lucrative ideas I did. I bought this building, rehabbed it. I made studios. I made studio lofts out of them. And they're all for sale. So I own it. Not bad. Some general wealth. She goes, my other question to you is, simple question. Do you know how to do these certain things? He says, you know how to cook? Do you know how to clean? You know how to do those things? He goes, uh, no. She says, excuse me? He says, nope, I don't know how to do those things. He says, the reason why? He says, it's not because I, it's not because, it's not because no other reason, it's because I was never taught how to do that. I had a mom and dad. I had a mother and father. My father had a full-time job and worked all, the, all his life, worked all his life. He paid all the bills. Never, never taught me anything in bar, far as responsibility. He only taught me on how to make money. My mom, she has, she, on, including me, she had a total of four kids, two girls, two boys. That's how the things came. I'm not the baby, I'm the middle child. My brother, my other brother is the baby. Now he's the baby of the, of the family. Because it goes, it goes my sister, me, then my other sister, and then my little brother. That's how, that's how it goes in the family. And that's the way it goes in the hierarchy of our family. So I'm the middle child. Did I know how to do all this stuff? No, my mom did all that stuff. Yes. I would, I, would, I would go in to try to help. She would say, no, I got this. It's my job. She said, that's my job. And she goes, oh. So your mom just, yeah. She said, so you're probably looking for someone who does the same thing like your mom. And he goes, well, I, I would say yes. I would say yes if I was lying, but I'm not lying. Yeah, I am. And she goes, oh, but 280000 that's all you make? You don't make no more than that? He goes, no, just 280000 That's all you make. She kept focusing on the amount of money he makes. And he, and, he, and he kept going, why are you focusing on the money? She goes, nothing. She goes, let me get your number. She says, let me get your number. He says, sure. I'll call you. You got potential. You don't make enough, you don't make, you don't make what I make. You make more than me, but, but you're not, but you're not the type of person that's, you're not, yeah, you ain't me. You ain't, you ain't me making more money. 
All I see you doing is making that small change and that's all you'll ever make. She never knew that he makes more money than that. He's a financial wizard, beast, mergers and acquisitions. And guess what? She never said nothing. They never, they left. Now, students, pause time, question. What's wrong with that scenario? The reason why I asked what's wrong with that scenario because I want to know what do you think is wrong with that scenario? Here's what I think. Yes, they're perfect for each other. But the one thing that I noticed that she was doing, she was jealous that he made that kind of money. So she picked at his flaws, that he, what he couldn't do instead of what he can do. So now you get the message on that part, students. Now, here's, where, here's, the, here's part two of that scenario. Okay, a couple days later, he's waiting, he's expecting, he never had her number. He didn't get her number, she gave him his number. So he's expecting her to call, she never calls. He goes back to that bar asking for beautiful, because that's the name that she gave him, and he did not respond at all. No response at all. I saw that I was hydroplaning, so I had to come over here. Yeah. So, so she sat there and she went out and she started living her life. She, for, she literally wasn't paying attention because she was drinking and she mistakenly threw his number away with trash in her purse. Bad mistake there. So she's out living her life, getting her body count up. He's out there doing the same thing, living his life, getting his body count up. His body count's getting way up there, but it's not her. He only could think about her because he saw that she could be the one just by he looked at her and knew that she could be the one the one that can complete the one that can be mrs doe mrs jake doe so he goes home and tells his mom and dad he tells his dad he think he found the one like 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 mom he says how i just knew when i looked in her eyes i knew when i looked at her i actually looked he says i physically looked in her eyes and I saw that she could be the one. And he goes, really? He says, yes. He says, what happened? I gave her my number and, but she never gave me her number. Whoa, never. He says, nope. I asked for it, she said, nah, just give me your number. And he goes, really? He goes, yes. I didn't get it. He says, don't worry, son. Maybe you'll, maybe she'll call you, maybe. I doubt it. I'm going to tell you honestly, son, I doubt she'll call you. And he, and he asked why. He said, because it's just some things, sometimes people will not call. You want her to call. You do, but she's probably not going to. And he asked why, he said, it's just the way it is. Or, was she drinking? Yes, she probably threw your number away on accident. And didn't mean to. 
I'm just telling you. Might have been an accident when she threw your number away. Might have been. Just saying, students. That's what I think. You know, and that's what his dad said. She might have just threw it away by accident. Reality is, that's what she did. And I told you she did. So we're good on that part. So now, listen to this, students. She, they go, they go, they go a year by. His body count's climbing up. He's dating all these girls and stuff, working hard. This time he triples his money. Instead of 280, he's making 350,000. Plus bonuses. With his bonuses, he's making a million and a half a year. He bumps into her. He was going into this, we're gonna make it Starbucks. Cause Starbucks is a little fancier. I was gonna think of another place, but like, like Winchell's or Dunkin' Donuts or something, but we're gonna make it Starbucks. Starbucks is a little more fancier. And, and Starbucks is everywhere. You can find a Starbucks everywhere. So he goes, he's walking into Starbucks with one of his coworkers, a guy, no female. And his coworker was like, so what are we gonna do? So what are we doing today? And he goes, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm not sure. I think maybe we can do, and he goes, hold on. Hey, go, go, order, go order me my, my usual. He goes, okay, and he said, here, here. Use my, um, take my card and just pay for it. And he goes, all right. And he walks over and he goes, hi, remember me? She was with her girlfriend, happened to be her best friend, her bestie. So she's with her bestie and her bestie's like, hi, you are? I'm Jake, I'm Jake Doe. And she goes, how do I know you? I'm the guy that when I met you, you asked me, what do I bring to the table? And I told you, I just bring what I make and that's it. And you asked me, can I cook and can I clean? And I said, no, I can't cook or clean because I never was taught that. And I told you the reasons why, because my mom did all that. Oh, that is true. That's right. You, you did say that. I did say that. And I did tell you that. Wow. I'm impressed. Really, I am so impressed that you remembered. She said, oh, I am so impressed. Shocking, but I'm impressed. And she goes, wow, tell me more. He says, you didn't call me. And he goes, oh, was I supposed, she goes, I have, that's right, I have your number. I didn't give you my number. And you don't even know my name. You just said beautiful. That was your name. And she goes, that's right, I did say that. Wow, you do have good memory. She goes, wow, my name is Samantha. My real name is Samantha, it's not beautiful, it's Samantha. Oh, lovely name. She goes, I am so sorry. I apologize that I didn't give you my number. She says, I am so sorry. I really am apologizing. She says, I tell you what. He goes, let me get your number. And her girlfriend's like, I'll give you my number. He says, okay. And she goes, no, get your own. Ah, why do you do that? 
What? You don't want, you're not going to give your number. You never give your number out to anybody. He goes, ooh, is that the new, um, is that the new iPhone? She goes, yes, it is. May I, may I see your, can I see it? Open it up. So he grabs her phone and he sits there and he sends, he grabs her phone and he goes, he looks around and he sends, he hits the button right there and he sends a text to his phone and he wrote, hi, this is Samantha. Call me Sammy or Sam. That was it. And he said that, he says, wow, nice phone. He hands it back. Good. And she goes, want to see my phone? I have, a, I, have a, I have an Android. She says, why do you have an Android? He says, because I want an Android because I want everything that I have to be about the person that I'm going. I want my phone. My phone doesn't mean, my phone should not be the most important thing in my life. My wife should be the most important thing in my wife. And she's like, really? She goes, yes. And you said your wife is the most important thing in your life? Yes. And she goes, and he goes, wow. And her, her, her best friend was like, oh, you're married. No. But you said your wife. Yes, my wife. Okay. Who's your wife? I'm looking at her. She's like, whoa. How am, she goes, how am I your wife? You don't even know me. I don't need to know. I don't need to know you. I just know that you're my wife. And we were meant to be. Because you're meant to show me what it means to be. You're meant to show me what it means to be a good woman. And I'm, and I'm here to show you what it means to have a good man. You're meant to show me what it means to have a good woman. And I'm, here to, and I'm meant to show you what it means to have a good man. Because you've been going through a lot of men probably. And they're not treating you right. Just just running up your bot, running up that, running up your card, and you're not saying nothing because you feel that's part of love, but that's not. Love is me loving you, unconditional. That's the part. And she's like, but um, what if I don't love you? He says, Oh, you will. You will love me. Trust me. You will definitely love me. And she says, Why will I love you? He says, Because, because I'm going to marry you. She goes, why would I marry, why would you marry, why would I marry you and why would you marry me? You don't know nothing about me. You don't know what I've been through. He says, let me tell you what I know. She says, what? I know one thing. You're going to be my wife. And how you're going to be my wife is that I'm going to marry you. And he left it at that. I'm going to tell you something about this, students. I'm going to make this a part B to this story. So I'm going to finish it, all right? I got to go because I got to take care of something, all right? Hey, this is Jared Bell, your professor from I Got Your Six Podcast and Red Purple Pill Talk, TED Talk, Lecture Talk, whatever you call it. You can say TED Lecture. We're going to continue this to part B, all right? I'll talk to you later.